Just shortly before the landing of the 12.05 a.m. Cathay Pacific flight at Kai Tak Airport, a red Volkswagen jerked to a halt dangerously close to the water near Pier No. 3 on Westbound Road, over two miles west on the other side of Kowloon. It was a perilous but perfect practice stop, its left front and rear tires both crowding the edge by an inch. Then the passenger door swung open and a body stumbled out and into the dark, oily water ten feet below. The door slammed shut with the splash, the motor raced, and the Volkswagen sped away. Three hours later, an alert crewman on a Hong Kong harbor patrol boat spotted a familiar bobbing object several hundred feet out, drifting in the general direction of Stone Cutters Island, and directed the craft's searchlight on it. Soon the body was fished out by other crewmen, all bored with this sort of thing by now. Also bored was the craft's British officer, until he extracted and examined the water-soaked identification papers from the body. Well, well, he remarked with bright seriousness to his Chinese second-in-command. Another victim of the royal flush. The second-in-command crouched down next to him over the body, ignoring the soggy cards the officer held out to him. Instead, he reached over and rolled the wet, tan head into a better light and studied it. Then he glanced over to his superior. Weja, Commander? The commander peered at the face grinning at him from beneath the duck-billed cap. There was confidence in the dark eyes. Confidence in what? Or what is just gambler's bravado? Not this time around, Wang. I always lose with you. I'm practically supporting your family now with all your winnings. I lost once, protested Wang. Once out of a dozen wages said the commander with an ironic smile, shaking his head. And that was because we switched bets. No, Wang, you're privy to these floaters. You must be. Still, he mused, studying the identification again, you might be wrong this time. No, sir, answered Wang with a chuckle. I say this man's murder will be solved. Well, replied the commander, rising, We can't both wager on the same outcome. Wang also rose and reached into his pocket, producing a large, gleaming coin, a silver-dollar-sized Churchill commemorative. Flip for sides, sir? The commander looked down at the dead man and smiled to himself. This one had to be a cinch. This one was too notorious in a notorious racket. There were scores of well-paid informants in that organization— The chief inspector should be drummed out of the force if he couldn't ring this one. He glanced at his second-in-command. The lady says they'll solve it, he said, referring to the profile of Queen Elizabeth II on the obverse side of the coin. Fair enough, replied Wang, flipping the coin. He caught it in midair and slapped it onto his bare wrist, but did not yet lift his hand. Fifty dollars, as usual? The commander nodded. Wang uncovered the coin. They both saw the image of Winston Churchill. The commander sighed in defeat. Wang laughed as a triumphant gambler will laugh. The commander signaled to the watching pilot to head for port and ordered the crew to prepare the body for transfer to the Hong Kong police. I don't know why I bother with you, Mr. Wang. The second-in-command shouted above the craft's roaring engines. Do not feel so bad about it, sir. After all, I could have lost the toss too.